Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and as always, it's always a pleasure to be with you every Thursday night. So welcome, welcome. So a couple of weeks ago, I started um, uh, just a, not a mini series, but a part one and a part two of how to be salt and light in the world that we live in. And so two weeks ago, I covered how to be salt. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about how to be light in a dark world. And this is so important. So if you missed the first broadcast, you can go back either, either here on Facebook or on YouTube and uh, just do a search for, for my name and uh, the videos. Um, just do a search and you'll, you'll find the video because it's labeled part one and this one will say part two. I see you jumping on. Welcome, welcome. Oh my goodness. I just love seeing your names and your hellos and where you're call or calling, where you're, where you're tuning in from. It's nice. Sometimes um, it's just nice to see where you guys are tuning in from. So feel free to put that as well. So we're going to dive right in tonight because I have some stuff to cover with you. And you're, gonna, you're going to hear me say this frequently. It's not what I say that's important. It's what the Word of God says because the Word of God is truth. And it's the truth of God's word that you know and apply that sets you free. And that goes for everybody on the planet. Okay, well, praise the Lord. So as a Christian believer, we're called by God to be salt and light in the world around us. And this simply means being, um, letting your light be uh, letting your light shine so that you're representing your king well. We want to represent Jesus well. And Jesus modeled for us how to be salt and light. In Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 and 14, Jesus taught the parable about salt and light. And this is what he said, okay? In verse 13, Matthew 5, 13, Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt becomes tasteless, how can it be made salty again, right? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men, mm, right? And then in Matthew 5, 14, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Wow. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and then put it under a basket. Instead, they set it on a lampstand and it gives light to everyone in the house. And I'm going to break this down. Praise God. So Jesus talked about being salt and light. We've got to be both. He was both. He modeled for us how to be both. And we need to be both. So first of all, what does salt do? I went over this briefly or, or in detail last week. But I'm just going to touch on it lightly tonight. And then go into how to be, how to be light. Okay. Oh, I, you guys are writing in where you're from. I Illinois, Texas. Awesome. Okay. So what does salt do? Salt gives flavor to food. We know that, right? And salt makes uh, food taste better. It makes it taste good. Not over, not too much salt, but salt, right? And then salt is also a mineral that's actually necessary for life. So let's talk about light for a second. What does light do? Okay. I love, I just, mm, salt is good and light is it's just awesome. Salt uh, salt makes things uh, taste good, right? 
Light shows the way. Light makes things clear. Light illuminates the path, right? It shows you what direction to go in. Light gets rid of darkness. Mm, praise God. So how do you be salt and light, right? Jesus made this very clear. And again, if you missed part one, I suggest that you go back and watch it because it covered how to be salt, you know, in detail. But I am going to give you, in a nutshell, what Jesus said about how to be salt, okay? And then I'm going to cover light. So, in a nutshell, here's what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 about the meaning of being salt. Number one, that you seek to live in peace with everyone. Whoa, right? Number two, that you hold no offense or unforgiveness in your heart toward anyone. You know, have you ever met someone, right? And they're just so nice. They're so nice. They're so kind. They're just, and, and you look at them and it's like, they don't get upset about anything. And you just kind of look at them and you're like, man, wow. And, and so a lot of people would say, I wish I could be like that. That's salt. That's salt. That person, their life is attractive because they don't let the cares of the world choke them, if you will, right? Or weigh them down. Glory to God. Okay, so number one was that you seek to live in peace with everyone. We're still talking about salt. Number two, that you hold no offense or unforgiveness in your heart toward anyone, toward anyone, right? Number three, that you bless those who curse you or persecute you and say all kinds of things and even evil things about you because you follow Christ. Mm. A lot of mocking going on because you follow Christ. I know. I know. Believe me, I know firsthand. And then number four, Jesus talked about salt being meaning like dying to self. Mm. This means let God have his way in your life. When you let God have his way in your life, in every area of your life, my friend, your life will be salt. It will be attractive. It will be good. You're going to taste the good of the land and It'll be awesome. Listen, that doesn't mean that you'll never have a bad day, but you'll know what to do. God's word lights the path, right? And shows you how to be victorious in every situation. And that's why I do these broadcasts. Glory to God, right? So in this broadcast, okay, again, I'm talking about how to be light in this dark world that we live in. So Jesus said we have to be both, and he modeled it perfectly for us how to be both. So and I, I said this scripture before, but this is how we're going to start, you know, this about being light. So again, in Matthew 14 through 6, I'm sorry, Matthew 5, 14 through 16, Jesus said, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the household. Hmm. In the same way, Jesus said, let your good deeds shine for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. You know, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So it's important that, again, Jesus modeled perfectly how to do this. The world is being referred to as, you know, this dark world because just look around, right? Just look around. And that's not to say there's not good in this world. You know what the good is in this world? those who shine for Jesus. You are the light of the world. You are the goodness in this world, okay? And it's not about, you know, 
it's not about you. It's about Christ in you, letting him shine through you. And then it makes it simple, takes the pressure off. Just let him have his way. Let him do whatever he wants to do through you. And whoa, yeah, then the world will see and praise your father in heaven. Glory to God. The spirit of the Lord in you is salt and light. Okay. First Corinthians 6, 17 says that he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. That's awesome. That is one of my favorite scriptures in the whole Bible because the, the Christ in you is what makes you a Christian. Christ in, Christian, Christ in you is what makes you a Christian, not just because you say you are, right? Okay, so praise God. <laughs> so you've most likely heard, I'm going to bring it now with the word of God, right? The word of truth that you know and apply is what sets you free. You know, God says in Hosea 4, 6 that my, he says, my people are destroyed. They perish. They die for lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Knowledge of what? The word of God. Because Proverbs 4.22 says that the word of God is its health, right? It's life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. So it's like, you want to be healthy? Doctors don't have an answer. The word of God is life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Glory to God. Ah, okay. I think I just snorted. <laughs> oh my goodness. Sorry about that. Mm. As I spill my water, it goes all over my mouth. Oh my goodness. Ooh, it's gonna look like I'm sweating. Okay. So you've most likely, oh my gosh, I'm totally wet. You've most likely heard Isaiah 60 verses one and two, which says, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Whoa. Okay, I'm sorry. The darkness shall cover the earth. God said it, right? The darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. Oh my goodness. And you know I'm not yelling at you. I'm so passionate about this. God said it. The darkness is going to cover the earth and deep darkness the people, ooh, but the Lord will rise over you and his glory will be seen on you. His glory will be seen upon you. I'm telling you, we shine. I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you may have heard me tell this story before, but even from heaven, God knows we literally, literally look like lights on the earth. Us, those of us who belong to the Lord. And Christ is in us, and he's the light of the world. And if he's in us, of course, we look like a candle, a lamp, a light from heaven. Isn't that awesome? Somebody wrote, glory carriers. Yes, Cheryl, you go. Exactly right. I love that. I love when you guys inter interject with, you know, with what I'm saying. Glory to God with the scriptures or whatever you want to say. Praise God. I love it. Okay, so... Proverbs 4.18 says, but the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. That's awesome. You know, we've got to look at what God's word says about light and being light. I love it. Now, listen to this. Matthew 6.22 and 23 says, the eye is the lamp of the body. 
If your vision is clear, your whole body is full of light. And he's not talking about your, your natural physical eyes, like maybe you wear glasses or contacts. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about if you are single-eyed about God, if you are, if you are, um, if you, if you're, okay, let me just read the scripture. If your vision is clear, your whole body will be full of light. If your vision is clear, if you see the word of God clearly, if you see Jesus clearly, okay, you understand the word of God, the Holy Spirit living in you, and you're letting him have his way. Your whole body, if you're single-minded about the word of God, your whole body will be full of light. And, and okay, let me finish reading the scripture. But if your vision is poor, if you're not seeing things as God sees them from his perspective, what, you know, agreeing with the word, okay, your whole body will be full of darkness. Oh my goodness. Then if the light within you is darkness, right? So if the light within you, if the light that you think you have is actually darkness, he says, how great that darkness. You know what that is? That's deception. When you think that you're right, but you're actually wrong, if you're not in agreement with God's word, there's a dark area. If there's a certain area, you know what? We all need to analyze our lives, the different areas of our lives. You know, I was thinking about this even as I was driving in my car today. And I'm telling you, I get so much revelation when I'm driving in the car. And so many times I just want to turn on the recorder and just start talking to you live but I know that people get upset with that. No, don't drive. You know, you're looking at, but the camera's right here. Doesn't matter. I don't want to upset people, but let me tell you something. The revelation that's poured out is awesome. In that moment, it's like, ah, I just want to, and you know what? Maybe I'll just start doing it and whatever, because when wisdom is coming from heaven, you need to share it when it comes, right when it's there. But anyway, so I started thinking today in my car about how, is there any area of your life that you want change, that you want to change. And you know, it was like the Holy Spirit saying, so do something about it. Make a decision to do something about it. You know, maybe you need to make a list. And okay, so maybe there's an area, for example, maybe it's, I don't know, I'm just picking, maybe it's in the area of relationships, okay? You know you need your relationship to be better. You want it to be. Maybe you're waiting for that other person. Look at the post that I put on Facebook yesterday. You know, I had a picture of my husband and I when we were dating and, um, you know, and I was saying how the first five years were very rough. The second five were much better and the last five have been like really awesome. So I would say we're like fine wine, we get better with time. But the point is for the first five years, you know, he works probably harder than anybody I've ever known in my life. And I would complain a lot and be like, where do I fit in? And I would get attitude and I would be upset and I would be complaining and it got me nowhere except upset all the time. And then when you're upset, then he was upset. And then we're like, and then you don't want to spend time together because, you know, it, it's just strife is no good. And I kept hearing the Holy Spirit, you know, nudging me and saying, give, give Mike to me to treat him like you would treat me give him to me, do it my way. And I mean, it's like after I would throw a temper tantrum, then I would sit there and I would be like, now we're going back, you know, ways. But listen, I'm not saying stuff doesn't still come up. You guys see my videos, right? But the Holy Spirit corrects me quickly and then I repent quickly and 
I gotta, you know, get, get, just, I can't let anything in that would prevent me from walking in the full measure of God's spirit. You can't let anything in. And so back to, if you, if you want change in any area of your life, take 30 minutes or an hour, make a list. What are some things that you need to do? And it doesn't have to take a long time and start implementing the change. See where you can do it. Don't wait for the other person. You make the change. You be the one. You be the light. You be salt and light, right? Let your light, let your light shine. And I was going to say, let your love through, right? Okay. I hope that was helpful for someone. Mm. Well, that's what the Lord was saying. If, you know, if it's your health, if you need to eat better, well, take a half an hour, take an hour, do some research on what you need to do to, to eat better. You know, maybe if, if it's looking at different recipes online, you know, maybe check out my friend Tony Jean Kopinski's, you know, website, um, Dr. David Jockers, Dr. Josh Axe, Jordan Rubin. I mean, there's a lot of health experts out there, a lot of great information online, but you don't want stuff that's conflicting, you know, and I mean, I'm very knowledgeable in that area as well, but um, you know, I really focus more on the word and I have, there's other people, you know, that that's maybe their particular assignment, but I know that God wants me to help you to be healthy in spirit, soul, you know, and body. So, okay, let me keep going with how to be light. Okay. So Proverbs 418, I just said, but the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which signs brighter and brighter till the full day. Oh, and then we talked about Matthew. If about the eye being the lamp of the body. And then right after Jesus said that about the eye being the lamp of the body, but if your vision is clear, your whole body will be full of light. Meaning if you, um, you know, if you're single minded about the things of God, your body's going to be full of light. Your body is going to be in health. It is because you'll be in agreement with God's word. You'll be speaking in agreement. You'll be acting in agreement. You're not going to leave any room. When the enemy comes with thoughts, you're going to say, no, I don't allow that. Matthew 16, 19. No, in Jesus name, I have authority over all the power of the enemy body. You know, be healed. Lungs, be healed. Open up. Breathe perfect. I'm just saying whatever it is. If it's neuralgia, neuralgia, you go. Spirit of infirmity out in Jesus' name, but don't stop there. Then speak to your body part and tell it what you want it to do. Command it to be made whole. Okay, see, this is where I just explode in, in the, the arena of, you know, healing. It's preaching the kingdom and healing. They go together. Okay, so right after that is when Jesus said, you can't serve God and mammon, you know, or money. Luke eleven thirty four to 36. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your vision is clear, okay, it was similar to Matthew 6, 22, 23, basically saying the same thing, but I want to read it. Luke 34 to 36, your eye is the lamp of your body. When your vision is clear, your whole body is also full of light. But when it is poor, meaning the way you see things, okay, your body is full of darkness. Be careful then that the light within you is not darkness. So if your whole body is full of light and no part of it is darkness, you will be radiant as though a lamp were shining on you. Do you see that? We have to make sure that we're in agreement with God's word. Analyze your life. If there's any area that 
you know, you want to be different that you know could be better, you know what? Take the time and improve that area. You can make the change that you want to. Okay, 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen, 14, right? It says, and no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. See, that's the thing. Ugh, and he comes in different ways, you know, but the thoughts is really the, the way, you know, that he comes. And, you know, yes, he can he attack your body? He can attack your body. He can attack your mind, but he can't attack your spirit if you are born again. Now, if you are, if you are so in tune with God's word, the second that a thought comes, remember, you Jesus gave you authority. He doesn't he doesn't have he can meaning when I say he can attack your mind meaning he can boom, throw a dart. Bam, but you could put up your shield of faith so that that attack just boom. You know, somebody can be attacked, but they defeat whatever is attacking them. And immediately you can defeat the devil immediately by knowing the word of God, knowing the authority that you have. Cynthia just said, rebuke it. Yes, just remember to say, I rebuke you, Satan. He might end up laughing at you and you'll be wearing yourself out because to rebuke says means I correct you. Well, you got to tell him what you're correcting. Be specific. Okay, so I hope that helps. Okay. So, um, let's see, where am I? John eight twelve. once again, Jesus spoke to the people and said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Mm. The very life of Christ is in you by his spirit. You know, I'm telling you, God wants you to be healthy. He wants you to walk in divine health. He wants you to be healthy, spirit, soul, and body, right? Third John, right? He said, above all, beloved, above all, I wish that you would be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. So what's the key there? Get your mind in line with God's word and then your whole life will be transformed from the inside out. It will. That's the word of the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, John 9, 5. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world, Jesus said. John 12, 36. While you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become sons of light. Well, we're past that now. We are sons of light. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Philippians 2, 2, 15. That you may be blameless and pure. The children of God without fault in a crooked and perverse generation in which you shine as lights in the world. Oh my gosh. Isn't that awesome? That you may be blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and perverse generation in which you shine as lights in the world. I love that. Colossians 1.13 says, For he, God, for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of Jesus. Okay, let me just say this. When Paul was standing before King Agrippa, Paul told Agrippa what Jesus had told Paul, had told him. In Acts 26, 16 through 18, I'm going to read this to you. Jesus had told Paul, But get up and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and a witness of what you have seen from me, 
wow. See, Jesus appeared to Paul and, and he said, um, I've appoint, okay. I've appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and a witness of what you have seen from me and what I will show you. I will rescue you from your own people, the Jewish people, and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to them to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those those sanctified by faith in me. You know what? When you belong to Jesus, you also have that inheritance. He left you everything, everything. He even said, come up here, sit with me. So, you know, the scripture that says that we're seated with Christ in heavenly places, right? We are. We literally, we just think of Jesus. We're in, it, we're, we're right there with him. He's at work in us and we're right there seated with him at the right hand of the Father, with him. Here's, the, I love what my friend Mary Scully Davison said last week on the broadcast. She said, Lisa, I looked at it like this. You know, she was healed of breast cancer no chemo, no radiation. And she said, I looked at it like this. If I am in Christ, in Jesus, she said, this is Jesus, for example. This is me. I'm in him. And if you're in him, he's covering you, right? He's in you. So you're in him. He's in you through the Holy Spirit. Oh my goodness, you're you're one, but he protects you. He covers you. He heals you. And then you let him shine through you. Mm, I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so if you have never made Jesus the Lord of your life, because, you know, I know that a lot of times people share the broadcast and there may new, be new people watching. You want Jesus. Oh my goodness. You want him. You want to be what's called born again. And if you don't know what that means, it simply means that you're not being born of your parents this time. You're being born from above, when you ask Jesus to come in and be your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit comes into you. God sends his Holy Spirit. His Spirit now recreates your spirit. So you have a brand new spirit. And in some translations, it says never, you're a species that's never even existed before, right? So the Holy Spirit comes in and recreates your born again from above with a brand new spirit. So now you've got to get into the word of God so that your, your, your mind can be transformed. You have to know what God's word says in order for you to walk according to it. Otherwise, the devil can come, you know, as an angel of light, masquerading himself as an angel of light, whisper things to you and you're thinking, oh, I'm born again. I have Jesus. I, you know, mm-mm, right? It's easy to be deceived if you don't know the word of God so if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, do it right now. If you're already born again, the Bible calls you a saint, right? You're a saint. Mm. And if not, then you're still a sinner, but you're about to be, you know, saved and a saint. So just say, Lord Jesus, I am sorry for my sins. I repent. That's what it means. I'm sorry. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I know that God the Father raised you on this third day and you are alive now and you live forever. Teach me your ways. Baptize me in your Holy Spirit and let me be on fire for you. Lord Jesus, I give you my heart and my life. 
make it what you want it to be. I thank you, Lord. In your holy name I pray. Amen. Woo! Amen, amen, amen. Rosa wrote, thank you, my Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. And Bonnie wrote, believe it and receive it and walk in it. Yes. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, God loves you so much, so much. And sometimes people think, yeah, but I don't know. He does. He shed every ounce of blood for you. Every ounce of blood so that, and it didn't, oh, I don't have time. Maybe, you know, on another broadcast, but I'm telling you right now, he loves you. He loves you. He's not looking at, you know, every, everything that you've ever done wrong. All you have to do is mean it from your heart and just tell him that you're sorry and mean it and, and just tell him, say, Jesus, come into my heart. I'm tired of doing things my way. That's what I did. I surrendered. And he gave me a brand new heart. And then I had the desire to get into the word and find out what does God's word say? What does the Bible say? Because that was the only way I would ever live victoriously. And it's the only way that you're ever going to live victoriously. So I hope that this has been a blessing. If it has, make sure that you share it. And let's advance God's kingdom together. Thank you for watching The Victorious Life. And I will see you next time. God bless you. Good night.